Hello, my name is Flick Beckett and welcome to The Love of Cinema, a Picturehouse podcast proudly sponsored by Kia, the champion of independent cinema nationwide. On today's show, we have the absolutely incorrigible Jade Adams and partner in crime, Amaka Ojafo, talking and laughing a lot about their new film, Greatest Days, directed by Koki Gidroyce, How to Build a Girl. So we're on the bun. We're never going to lose touch. Win tickets to see your favourite boy band reunite in Athens. Are you ready? I am ready. Today this could be... Are you screaming yet, Rachel O'Flynn? Big fan of you, Rachel. I'm their biggest fan of the whole entire world. Welcome, Jade Adams and Amica Akafor. Amaka Okafor. Amaka Okafor. Okafor. So I got that wrong. Yeah, but you got Amaka right. Amaka. It's Okafor is in like imagine it's an Irish name like O'Brien or O'Hara. Okafor. 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 I love it. So Amaka Okafor. Yeah. Nearly. Oh no, that wasn't right, was it? It's fine. It's Amaka. Amaka like a cracker. Amaka. Yeah. Amaka like cracker. Okafor. And I thought, yeah. So I'll start again. Welcome, Jade Adams and Amaka Okafor. Oh, oh, yes, Lizzie. Well done. My teeth fell out after that, though. (laughs) So welcome to the Picture House podcast, where we are discussing the feel-good film of the year, Greatest Days. Thank you. Well, thank you. I trust you're both familiar with Picture House cinemas. Yes. Yes. Do do you have a local? Yeah, I go to the Finsbury Park one. Oh, brilliant. Mm. Excellent. Jade, what about you? Whereabouts in London are you? way too busy to, to go to the cinema ever i'm trying to get in the cinema well i watch everything at home i've got a log fire babe i got a log fire i got vibes i got my essential oils i love picture house though if i went to a cinema that's it would the be one. picture house it would be picture house <laughs> i've been to the one that's um near here oh, oh yeah picture house central it's a good picture house central the cathedral yeah. to cinema oh, yeah, the screening yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there you go yeah. i've been to that one it was great it was massive lovely because it is so important the difference between seeing a film at home or in a cinema and i i, I hear you jade where you're watching it with the, the smells and the bells that does sound pretty amazing the but... last time i went to the cinema i went to see it too in 4d and i screamed my ass off the entire time can't watch scary films oh watch it where things touch you in the middle of it no. well yeah i appreciate your your trauma free zone now at home with your fire <laughs> but um let's talk about your film this amazing film so firstly amaka how much fun was it to be in this film Ah, uh, so much fun so much fun especially because like we it was split into two blocks the first half we were in Clitheroe in Lancashire and me, that was mainly the younger women but the second half was in Athens and that was us and it yeah. was so <laughs> fun and hot and we just had fun didn't we yeah we just had a lot I remember our first day you and me like we had a bit of time before we started and I just remember me and Jade on the rooftop of our hotel was this little pool and us just like lying in our clothes that we traveled in just on these sun beds being like here's a negroni this mine was a spicy margarita (laughs) that sounds like they just (laughs) that sounds like they just filmed that for the film 
That's I'm sure I saw that in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I think that is a film. It, it, yeah, but they're they're drinking. They're, our characters are drinking Chinzano. Oh and, yeah. What is it? Chinzano and beer or something? Some awful mix. Ugh, no, we had Negronis and spicy margaritas, babe. Oh, okay, that's a bit more classy, definitely. But, <laughs> and I imagine working with um, Koki Gidroyce, I hope I've said that right. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, must have created a great set on energy. So, um, Jay, tell me about working with her. Well, I was one of the first people to be cast in the movie. So I was cast with the five lads to begin with. And then when I, because I, I hadn't met her, but then I, and then when I finally met her, I was just, just, do you know what the most thrilling thing was? It's just be on a set and it be predominantly women. It was just like a really great vibe all round. I've not experienced that a lot in this industry. And it's really nice that, in fact, the last two projects of this year has been an all female set, which I've really enjoyed. So like having a female director, we also, you know, like our producer was female. Mm. There were, there were so many women around, which, you know, like I love, we love men. We love you. But you know what's really, really lovely? Women. Women. <laughs> it so is. And funny women. Amaka, how was it for you working with these three titans of comedy? Uh, um, <laughs> it made me really glad that I don't operate in the comedy circuit. She's dead funny, though. I'm not. <laughs> I won't say whatever, everything that happened, but we were on the pool top, on the sun loungers, and we came up with we came up with a series together called Bruv. Called Bruv, and we we just we were we'd had some Negronis and sparsy margaritas, <laughs> and um, we just came. And she's so funny. She's got look. Uh, your your history may not have may have been on the drama side, babe, but you was funny. <laughs> I was oh. going to say, are you tempted? Come on, a little bit of stand-up. I'm writing her in summer. I don't she, care if she's tempted. I'm, I'm good writing at, her in I'm things. Being, I'm good at being the person who's funny because they're not trying to be funny. Like, I can be funny because I'm stupid. Whereas these guys, like, Jade. I went to see Jade stand-up the other day, and the first part of her stand-up is completely improvised. And I sat there. My jaw was just on the ground because she's literally just meeting people for the first time ever and just vibing with them improvising and honestly like it's like a good 20 minutes where you're just doing that like i i can't i can't it's like magic that. isn't it I, like my butt would just be in just be clenched the entire time <laughs> i went Couldn't. to bristol yesterday for a gig and there was a power cut i've had three this year seriously there's another is one it, is it the treadmill this is, tre <laughs> I, this is my third power cut of the year i had hackney empire cancelled because of a power cut hackney grid went down then there was oxford summer happened there the building it, it was in disrepair. is it because of your show i think <laughs> it's because of your energy just drawing it off the grid i reckon <laughs> well we had that power cut but instead of it stopping what i did is i got everyone out because i remember this scene there's a film i love called for the boys it's a bet midler it's a niche bet oh. midler film i love it the soundtrack is incredible but there's this bit in it because it's all set during the war there's a bit she comes out and she's an entertainer for the troops and all the air raid um, lights get, uh, there's an air raid and the, the lights go off so they can hide. And then everyone turns their torches on and she does this beautiful, <gasps> peaceful thing in the middle of like basically candlelight, but and it was they, torchlight. Like, torches. Brilliant. Wow. Now I've got to claw this interview back to talk about your film, your film, not Bette Midler's film. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm going to watch the Bette Midler film. Now, it's not a Take That musical. So, Amica, I'm going to ask you to explain why it's not a Take That musical, even though the boys, the boys are in it. They're not mentioned as Take That. Could you do that for me and, and for the viewers? Yeah, it's, it's, it's about the fans. And so it's about these young women who are obsessed with a band. And the music is all Take That music, but it's about 
female friendship. It's about that intense love when you're obsessed with a boy band and the fact that there's no shame inside that group. Like you can be as obsessed as you want. You know your mates aren't going to like give you shade for being obsessed. No. And then a thing happens that's sad and they sort of go their separate ways. And it's about coming back together and as adults and whether you can still have those bonds and whether you can let stuff go and still be together and it's, be mates. It's such a fresh perspective on female friendship. We've, you know, like this, there's this idea that women are just like mates all the time. We're just best friends and we braid each other's hair. But you know, Or like, that we're horrible. Yeah. It's either one, one or, or the, the other. other. But there's this middle ground, which I think these girls go through, mm. which is like sometimes things happen and sometimes things aren't the way that they used to be. But sometimes you can also come back together and it's fine. Yeah, I think that's my, my favourite part of the film is the forgiveness part of like falling out, like really falling out and not cancelling each other falling out and being able to find your way back to each other like that's important friendship that can go through those ups and downs absolutely and, and that's what I really felt was so true about the representation on screen because I mean it, it was very dramatic in some respects but it was quite understated in lots of other ways you know like the the, the songs told the story and the girls I, I don't know it was a quite there was a gentleness to it it wasn't like you know hair pulling or anything like that it was just that we went, we all went. Like complicated and, and, female friendships mm. and complicated women. Yes. Through things, because women are complicated creatures. And I think in pictures, especially, women have been oversimplified. And it's really mm. quite a joy to be part of a very broad mainstream film that is actually making women more complicated than they are. And it, this is going to be pushed out to millions of people. I mean, there's nothing more joyful than that. Mm. Let's go somewhere new. See worlds we've never seen before. So that we can feel inspired. Whether you're sitting in a cinema or in one of our cars, inspiration comes when we feel something new. That's why our electrified range is designed to take you on inspiring journeys. Kia, proud supporter of independent cinema. Kia, movement that inspires. The, the songs really, like like, like with Mamma Mia, the, the, the songs are masterful, how they fit in almost as a script. How was it as actors working with the lyrics as opposed to? We didn't. You didn't? We have nothing to do. We have, we have back for good at the end. We do. And we've got Never Forget. Yeah. And, and, and when you But the girl, the girl. And, and, you know, the other one, whatever I did. Whatever back I for said. good. Oh, that yeah, that's back for good. So we do actually. Yeah, that's true. But it, what the majority of our filming true. was actually that we did. We was acting, and all the girls shine. Yeah, but it's still it's a big on us dancing down the street. Oh, actually, shine. That was massive. Right, I'll take it back. This really got a sense of that. But two days at Stansted doing shine. <laughs> yeah, airplane. So that was. I mean, it's challenging for yeah. sure. It was so challenging. I forgot it happened. Just <laughs> <laughs> blocked it out. I blocked, no, it was. A, it was, you know what? It was phenomenal <laughs> doing that. It it was trickier. It's not like being, it's not like doing a musical, which both, you know, like both of us have done stage acting before, and you know, it's not the same at all. You're like it you, when you're when you're on stage doing really fun, charismatic cabaret performances. Mm. You get to just do the whole thing, whereas this is like mm -hmm. cut, mm -hmm. <laughs> stop that, no, do it again. It's different, but. What's come out? I mean, that that shine, the shine sequence is pretty phenomenal. It's amazing. We look amazing. It's incredible. <laughs> I mean, you were stood on the wing of a plane. I mean, was that terrifying? What do we do, though? Do we say? 
it wasn't well we, we were actually like, doing let's it just was take scary. This for a, let's just take this for a second right so no i'm gonna just break it to you that's green screen but they still go up on a huge platform and that platform was like 15 foot up and they had massive wind machine on us so like, and we had these huge parachutes attached to the back of our dresses. That could have got sucked up in the wind machine. So every time <laughs> you thought, it was you, scary. Every time you thought you'd done some sort of like risk assessment, there was another thing that they was They were like, terrifying. can you just sign this thing while you're standing on a platform? Like, <laughs> I started screaming. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Who's that Tim Burke and his little calendar girl hands? <laughs> also you were like, I'm really scared. I feel really anxious, but I'm okay. They were like, uh, action. And we were like, <laughs> so yeah i take back what you said we did we do, a do bit of loads of singing and dancing actually you do loads of singing and dancing and does it come natural to you both the girl that the girls and the lads that was their you know like they worked solidly they worked with Drew but then we got to do shine and 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 obviously the big conger at the end is yeah. fabulous it is it is absolutely i mean i mean i wasn't sure if i was laughing or crying at that point because it's just that you know you run the full emotional gamut and i really loved what um koki said about the girls when they're young are immortal and luminous and you know this happens to all of us where we, something happens whatever age you are no, and you become no, no, like girls aren't luminous and joyful <laughs> <laughs> well that's how they came across in the film <laughs> only, only young young women are luminous I'm going to say, Felicity, I've never been better. Yeah. I might gets, be approaching 40, but oh, my life is, I, I, do you know what? I don't want to be that age again. Oh, my God. Never no. again. I'm so much more clever now. And I'm fitter than I've ever been as well. Mm. I can have what I want now. I didn't back then. I used to have to, like, pander and be whatever someone else wanted say to yes. be. Yeah. So, no, I'm You've luminous. you found your luminosity yes. later in life. Okay. Age is luminous. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, well, I guess, because what she was saying was that, some people through trauma or whatever lose that luminosity and then you're reminded that it's still there through music or through reconnecting with people and forgiveness you know so I thought that was one of the big messages of the film you know that I would say as someone who has gone through I've spoken about this loads and lots of stuff but I lost my sister um 12 years ago to a brain tumor she was two years older than me and it was a massive traumatic event in my life and I would tell you something it has been the most transformative thing that's ever happened to me I know it's not the same for everyone sometimes people lose people and they find it it takes them a lot longer to find their way but over 12 years I can tell you that it's it is it is the most incredible experience I've ever been through. Obviously, it's tremendously sad that mm. I lost her, but so much stuff has come out of that that I know that if there was some place where she was looking down, she would be really thrilled at how I've channeled all of this, mm. including into this role as well. Mm -hmm. Jade, that's an amazing thing to say. What a brilliant perspective. Thank you. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. And Annika, what about for you? What, what do you take away from, from the film? Like personally, did, did, was there something that you thought, oh my God, that is transformative for me? Mm, I think it's the thing about long, long standing friendships and upsets that you've had with people where, I mean, it's important to have boundaries and to go, do you know what? This isn't good for me, so I'm going to pull away. But also it's important to go, I make mistakes too, and to forgive each other for the fact that you have such a history and you want to have a future yeah I think that's that's the thing of being able to recognize if there's a problem there might be a problem but I still want to have a future with this person 
And also, I need to ask about meeting the boys, the real deal boys. So were they complete prima donnas on set? Were they very demanding? Were there nail files everywhere? And... They, they, they started... <laughs> Do you say nail files everywhere? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Know what they're like, these queens. They're just always filing their nails. Always filing their nails, yeah. That's what famous people do that, you know. They just file their nails. Oh, so, yeah. She's always filing their nails. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how were they? How were, did they involve themselves? Or did you have, you know, did they? They're amazing. They turned yeah. up in the middle of a night shoot at like three o'clock in the morning, having been somewhere else performing, arrived, came to set, were really lovely, did their thing. They were so... So thankful. Yeah. And really generous and lovely and... I literally just saw Gary in the corridor. What an, you know, like they're just, they're, they're just nice hardworking people. They're, they're really hardworking. Mm. That is very clear that they, and they love what they do as well. And they, and also more importantly, which is why this, this film is, is their love letter, but they, you know, they like love they love the fans. their fans. Yeah. And do you know what, if you're in this game, like we are, and you don't love your fans, you're in the wrong thing. Mm. Like the fans, these agents, these producers and stuff, they make you believe that they're the most important part of your career. But actually when you, when it comes to the thick of it, it's your fans yeah. that are the most important part of anyone's career. My fans are the ones that pay, help me pay my mortgage. My fans are the ones that come back over and over again. As long as I keep creating for them and not for the back of the room, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I couldn't agree more. And I was I was thinking about um, something that Alison Moyer said about Take That. She said I that, love um, Alison Moyer. <laughs> she's, she's the queen, definitely. But she was also saying that Take That were, you know, they don't go into like vocal gymnastics. They're very humble to their songs. And and I just thought that was true. They, they're, and it's reflected in their fans. But they're, they're a nice bunch. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that's true, actually, about their voices? Mm. They just play to their strengths. Mm. It's like, mm. you know, how... How what are you laughing at? Howard's a moment in never in Never Forget is just like iconic. Yeah, you know, like and it's and it couldn't be anyone else's voice for that. You're just waiting mm. for it to be Howard's voice. And it means voice. something that that lyric is coming from him as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh well, listen, thank you so much for joining me today. I had so much fun talking with you both, and really good luck with the film. It is just a joy. Thanks so, yeah. you. Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye-bye.